Hey, Barefoot Parents. I'm Cassie Hutton, your host of the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. Thank you for joining me back here again for another week of the podcast where we are closing out this four-part series of postnatal depletion and talking about what postnatal depletion is. That's what we talked about in episode one. and episode two, we talked about the signs and symptoms of postnatal depletion which I felt like I was kind of all over the place in that episode. But if you listen to the second half of that episode, we do get into the signs and symptoms, which are super helpful. They were for me at least. Um, And then part three, last week's episode was really, really good. I just listened back to that episode where we talked about what micronutrients are and how they work in your body and how they are actually the firing blocks and the cylinders to keep all of your other organs and the cells in your body running properly. If you struggle with hormonal imbalances, weight gain fluctuations, blood sugar imbalances, low, um, slow adrenals, um, thyroid functioning, all of those things come down to if you're never treating the root cause, which is actually the micronutrients, otherwise known as vitamins and minerals, if you're not actually putting those things into your body, then you are skipping the root cause. You are not treating the root cause of what's actually going on in your body. And so that's what we have delved, dived, dived, whatever, deep into, (laughs) we have waded off into deep, deep waters in this four-part series. And so I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Um, This is all for educational purposes only. Obviously, this is not medical advice, um, but I'm throwing that out there. And I hope that you're enjoying the series. Um, With this last part, we're going to talk about the importance of rest and sleep. I really focus on those first few weeks after postpartum since we are talking about postnatal depletion, but really um, focusing on rest and sleep while you are trying to recover and replenish your minerals, whether you are 30 years um, in depletion or, you know, even if you are a teenager and you are just trying to restore your body and treat your body properly, some of the best things that you can do to keep your body functioning properly is to get plenty, plenty of sleep and then not overcommit yourself. Because when you're overcommitting yourself, it's kind of like you're telling your body that you need to be in anxiety mode and you need all this cortisol and you need all of this adrenaline to just get through your day. And so you're training your body to always be in that fight or flight response and your central nervous system has a very hard time of coming back down into the rest and digest. Um, Those are the sympathetic and the parasympathetic parts of your nervous system. And so we want to teach our uh, central nervous system to rest and digest. It's able to better absorb your food. It's better able to get the nutrients to all of the parts of your body that you need. And it tells your body that you're not constantly running from a bear. Okay. And so as mamas, we can just get into this place where we're overcommitted. Um, we don't realize that we need to slow down. We are trying to keep up with all the things and we think that our kids are going to miss out if they're not doing baseball and basketball and um, going to you know all the activities and the birthday parties and all of these extra things. And sometimes in order for us to calm down, and actually be the best mom that we can be, it actually requires us to say no. No to overcommitting. No to over uh, doing too many things at one time. No to trying to multitask. And 
a yes to resting and a yes to taking it slow and taking it easy and giving ourselves this permission in our culture to not overcommit ourselves and to say, it is okay if I do nothing today. I am actually accomplishing something if I do nothing. I remember sitting on my couch one time and my kids were sick and I just remember praying for them and it was like the Lord really encouraged me because I am a, a, a doer. I feel like I have not accomplished anything if I am resting on the couch for the day. Um, and I do not like that feeling at all. But he assured me that day, sitting on my couch, praying for my babies, he said, you've done more for your family and for the kingdom of heaven than you ever could have done had you not sat down and actually just said a simple prayer. And I saw myself like treading on the pit of hell and uh, just really lifting my family up and doing doing more in that moment than I ever could have of actually physically doing something. And so I just want to encourage you with that today because in our culture, it's so easy to want to get into doing all the things. Um, so I just throw that in there because I do focus more on the postpartum part in this episode, but I want to emphasize the learning to breathe and learning to take it easy is just as important. If you stick with me to the end of this episode, I have a freebie for you, um, and it is a mother's cheat sheet for the macronutrients. I am just throwing that out there, and so um, it's also going to be a part of this. Uh, this will be kind of like a little sneak peek into the nutritional part of the beta founding members program an exodus birth that we will be beginning soon hopefully in the next month or two when I get my handful of members that are ready to walk through this birth course with me and learn how to partner with Jesus in having a relaxed and blissful birth and I will soon be sharing Blaine's my fifth baby's blissful birth with you I can't wait to do that I just have a couple of other ideas I wanted to share first <laughs> um, but I know that some of you are probably anxiously awaiting that birth story and so I will be sharing it soon. I have not forgotten, obviously. Um, so stick with me to the end of the episode. Um, I also want to encourage you, this is the last day that you can go snag your freebie in the Nurtured Mother Bundle that I'm participating in this last week. It went live last Tuesday. So if you have not gone and checked out all of the Nurtured Mother Bundle freebies in what's being offered, please go do so. Please go do so. Um, you will find from me, my contribution is the Inner Healing Birth Trauma Series. So it's called Take Back Your Birth, A Guide to Healing Birth Trauma. And this is actually going to be the bonus part of my Exodus birth birthing course, the home birth course that I'm creating. So you will get a snippet, a sneak peek of the quality of information that you're going to get, what it's going to kind of look like, the overall feel for it, um, and how I teach. And you can get that for free. Today is the last day. Go download it. Go look at it. Um, if you say that hey, I'll go get that, but I know that I'm ready to dive in and learn all that I can about home birth and how to have a natural birth and how to train my body and learn all about birth, um, then go down into the show notes and look at the Beta Founding Members Program sales page. And if you click on that and go into the sales page and then you can go all the way down to the bottom and get signed up for the this 
program. And what that means, the Baby Founding Members program means that you are one of the first people to walk through this course with me, which also means you get it at a super discounted price. Um, and you also get to give me feedback and tell me what worked for you and what doesn't work for you. And so there will be a whole lot more collaboration in this part of creating the course um, than there will ever be offered once the course actually gets cre fully created and fully developed and as we move forward. And so this is a prime opportunity. If this opportunity was presented to me, I no doubt would have jumped on it. <laughs> um, and this is not just for first time moms. Um, this is really a lot more of what I learned as I moved into my third birth and my fourth birth. You're going to get to hear a whole lot from me. Um, and then if you're a free birther and you want to know more about what a free birth would entail and you have really wanted to do that, but you still have a few questions on what that might look like and the things that you need to teach yourself and do for yourself. Then, um, I free birthed the fifth baby, meaning I went unassisted and it was wild and free and it was just as amazing and just as blissful, but there were a few more fears and a few more things that I needed to prepare for moving into that birth. And so if you want to know more about that as well, um, this course is definitely for you. So go look at those things, go snag your free gifts, and I will meet you in the podcast. Welcome to the Barefoot Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Cassie Hutton. I help Christian moms have a home birth they desire through education and the word. If you're an old soul that is passionate about restoring godly wisdom and disconnecting from this interconnected world, then you're in the right place. Let's discuss godly restoration through the five H's of home. Home birth, homeschool, homemaking, homemade, home remedies, and health. The last, the last two things that we're going to touch on is sleep. The fourth thing, sleep and rest. Of course, quality sleep is a rare commodity for new parents, but it is integral to the recovery process. So here's what I plan to do um, this time around. I mean, sleep deprivation is just simply going to be a part of the process. So first of all, embrace it. Don't fight it. It's very hard to fight it whenever you're actually falling asleep and then you're in that deep sleep you know when you wake up out of that deep sleep and you're almost like shaky because you were sleeping so well and you wake up to a screaming baby that is never ever ever fun but learning to embrace it and fall into that instead of fighting it is going to help tremendously but really asking for help I'm going to kind of combine the fourth and fifth things, the emotional well-being and the prioritizing sleep and rest. So one of the things that I'm doing postpartum this time is really telling my family, hey, I need you and I need people for the first six weeks to come over to do laundry and then make sure my older kids are fed. Those are the main two priorities, keeping the dishes done, keeping the laundry done and making sure that we have food to eat. That can look like coming over, one person coming over every other day for an hour. I mean, it really wouldn't take much at all. And so I've let them know, hey, I'm gonna schedule you out and I'm gonna let you know, and I want you to know that you have the freedom to come to my home. A lot of times in our culture, we think like, oh no, I don't wanna bother them and yeah, we don't want to bother them in the sense of if they are resting and actually sleeping, I want them to be able to rest and sleep. But a lot of moms can't rest and sleep anyways if their house is dirty. I mean, it's just, it's too overwhelming, especially I already have four kids, two of them which make huge messes every single day, all day long. It doesn't matter how much I clean. I have to dedicate my life to cleaning if I'm going to keep my house clean and my dishes done and the floor 
the floor kept up and laundry folded. I mean, that is a 24 hour, seven day a week job if I'm going to do it. So mom, in order to let mom rest, someone needs to take care of the house. And so if that looks like for you, you don't have family, prioritize paying someone to come help. Hire someone to come over postpartum and take care of those things a couple of times a week. They don't have to be there for very long. They don't have to do a full deep clean. They can just put a load of laundry on. Um, make sure your husband has food for the next day. Make sure your kids are fed. Make sure they have a few clean clothes. A few, you know, every now and then wash their sheets. Get those things taken care of and prioritize that. Get a plan together before that postpartum period hits so that you can prioritize restfulness during the day because you're going to have to rest during the day because you're going to be up at night nursing a newborn. Babies do not know that they're actually separate from their mother until they're about nine months old. And so if your baby just feels so clingy and you just don't understand why they won't take a bottle from someone else or they won't sit with someone else or they won't be with someone else, it re it's really just a normal process. They want to be with you you are all they've ever known. And so nine months in the womb, nine months outside of the womb before there's really this complete freedom and breaking away and recognizing like, hey, you're your own person. And the child begins to recognize that for themselves. And so um, postpartum recovery definitely involves a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and it's okay to acknowledge and address the emotional challenges that arise and the physical challenges that arise. Um, talk this out. Be prepared. Um, get your supplements. Get your vitamins. Be prepared to replenish those four pounds of minerals that you lose with each pregnancy. Not just overall. I mean, it's with every single pregnancy. So be prepared. And then not only that, I haven't mentioned this yet, but if you're nursing, you're actually, you actually need more nutrients because you're producing more energy to, to make the milk for your baby. So you need more nutrients other than iron and copper. You need more of those micronutrients during the nursing times than you did while you were pregnant. So <laughs> you thought the fight was over once the baby gets here and those six weeks postpartum, but really it's just as important to keep up with all of these things, even as you're nursing. So our bodies are working hard. That's what it means when the Bible says that in pain, that's actually the word work. The same word for the man of work is the same word that happens to be translated pain for the woman in childbirth. Um, but your body will work to get your baby here and it will work to nourish your body, um, to nourish your baby and feed your baby and make sure that they are nourished completely because your body will prioritize your baby and it will take away from you to make sure that your baby gets what the baby needs. And so before we wrap up, let's recap the key takeaways. Postpartum recovery is a multifaceted journey encompassing physical and emotional aspects. Identifying signs early on is crucial. Nutrition, sleep, and emotional well-being are integral to the recovery process. So now for you, I have been inviting you to come over to the Facebook group and answer the questions. So be sure to go join the Exodus Birth Facebook community. And I would love for you in to um, to to just join in on the community with this episode, I would love for you to share your postpartum experiences, um, how you plan to recover postpartum, but also if you have re if you are experiencing this postnatal depletion or have experienced it in the past, what did you do to overcome it? 
Have you overcome it? Did you find answers? Did you find someone to work with? Share those resources with us and share what you did. And the last thing that I do want to remind you is that replenishing after postnatal depletion is not a quick fix. It's just not. It's a gradual process and self-compassion is definitely key. So take care and may your journey through motherhood be filled with love and support and highly nutritious foods. <laughs> I do want to read one more thing before I go because I want to read this from a trusted source. It's called The Postnatal Depletion Cure, and I've quoted this book a couple of different times throughout this podcast. I'm not quite finished with this book, but it's by Dr. Oscar. Oh, I'm going to butcher his last name. Sarilac. He is an Australian doctor, and after he saw his wife go through this postnatal depletion, he just continued to do further research because he understood that like his knowledge of what she was going through, he could not help her. And he knew that it wasn't just, she wasn't just in need of this hormone replacement. And so um, here's what he has to say about rebuilding those micronutrients. Once there's a reasonable balance between your improved micronutrient and macronutrient levels. So your macronutrients are what we're talking about whenever we talk about your carb to protein to fat intake. When you're balancing those three, then that is your macronutrient levels. You're basically eating to balance your blood sugar and to produce a substantial amount of energy throughout the day. Your body's using that to have a balanced blood sugar and a balanced level of energy. Your organs will start to function better. The most important organs in the postnatal period include the liver, the brain, and the intestines. Once organ function is improved, you'll get to work on replenishing your hormones. The good news is that what you'll need to do to improve your hormonal health is minimalize, is minimalized once you improve your micro and macronutrient status and organ function. Repletion is all about improving the internal environment of your body so you can restore what went missing when you became depleted. When you look at the process of pregnancy, childbirth, and breastfeeding, your body's demand for micronutrients, vitamins, and minerals is huge. And the stress of sleep deprivation, which through hormonal reasons can add to your depleted load, and you will have a big, quote, debt of micronutrients to pay back. The placenta seems to show preferential treatment to the developing fetus when it comes to micronutrients and macronutrients. Whatever the baby needs, the mother supplies, often leaving her lacking enough for herself. The first step in your repletion plan is to rebuild your micronutrients. I've found that if you don't do this first, it will be much harder for you to improve your hormone levels. Because replenishing a single nutrient has only limited effects. Many women take prenatal vitamins and mineral formulas and think that's enough, and it isn't. Consider, for example, that an average steak contains 6 milligrams of iron, which is only a third of the minimum recommended dietary allowance for a healthy woman. Because iron is hard to absorb, many women are extremely deficient and an average supplement won't fix the problem. These prenatal supplements are designed with a conservative average in mind and are based on the minimum dose needed for preventing disease in the baby. So in other words, they're all about ensuring that the baby is healthy, but they do not provide enough micronutrients for the mother's optimal functioning. And I think that that is key. I didn't even mention that prenatals shouldn't even be a thing in pregnancy. You should really just be continually um, overdosing yourself with whole food based supplements. There's no way you can actually replenish during pregnancy. You're only going to be able to maintain. But I will say I felt a complete 
Um, I feel completely different from when I started out in this pregnancy to now about to deliver this baby. I mean, I definitely, I still get overwhelmed, but that's just kind of a normal thing with four kids right here at Christmas time. But, um, I, I, I definitely do not have, I still had the mood swings whenever I got pregnant. I still had the overwhelm and the sense of loneliness and the feelings of all the things. Um, and so at this point, having made sure I stayed up on all of my supplements and really, really, really always ate well, always really got in a great protein and my collagen first thing in the morning and really nourished myself starting first thing in the morning so I didn't get behind throughout the rest of the day, um, eating snacks throughout the day and getting the rest of just more calories and better quality calories in. So I told you that you would have a freebie if you stayed with me to the end of the show. And in this freebie, you are going to get a list of all the micronutrients and the vitamins that you need, but not just what you need, what you need, the difference between what you need as a menstruating woman, a woman who's pregnant or a woman who is breastfeeding. And you can see it all in this chart that I have laid out in a very simple form of, and you will be able to see the difference between how much you need when pregnant and when breastfeeding and the major overarching goal of those nutrients that you need to get in and what you need to be giving yourself in order to stay at optimal health and up, uh, keeping those levels up there. So with that in mind, please go download that freebie. I put it together just for you so that you can enjoy whether you're even if you're a birth worker or whatever stage of pregnancy that you are in go download that because it is super helpful information um, and something that I have made my mission and my goal is to just educate women on just how much their body needs in order to keep up with the daily demands of kids and cooking and um, just what your body needs, even if it's at rest, the daily recommended value. This is what you need as a woman just to survive and keep yourself healthy. So go download that. It's for you. And I hope that you enjoy it. And, um, you know, if you have someone that you know that needs it, send them the link and let them download it. And they will get all of the emails once they sign up for through that link. Um, so I hope that you have enjoyed this series. And if you have something that you would like for me to talk about and touch on, please let me know, leave a review on the podcast, and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Barefoot Parenting. If what you're doing works for you, is healthy for your family, and is growing you in the ways you need to grow, then it's time to step out of the feeling of guilt and shame and wear your Barefoot Mama badge proudly. Remember, barefoot parents are doing things differently, so be encouraged today if you're feeling the pushback in your parenting style. You're doing something right. Thank you.